Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger. Today is Friday, July 7th, 2017. This is episode 16, The Audition Process, part two, the day of the audition. In my previous podcast episode, I discussed part one of the audition process, things to do before arriving to your location for an audition or an interview or something similar in nature. This particular episode is going to discuss things to do the day of the audition. Hopefully you've done all the preparation that you need to do in the day or days prior to the audition. Now that we are on the day of, there are things that you also should be doing and you want to do proactively so you have your best possible experience. Once you arrive to the site, make sure that you are obviously in the location you need to be and assess all of your surroundings. Some of this may seem silly and not terribly important, but I have found that when I get there nice and early and I look at everything around me, it really helps with my mindset and with my preparation. You really don't want to be in a situation where you're going to an audition, you know there are going to be a lot of people there, and you're cutting it close on time. Arrive as early as possible, especially if you're going to a site that you've never been to before, because you don't want to be in a situation where you're having to perhaps walk further than necessary, particularly if you have a large instrument, for an audition. As soon as you enter the building, you need to start asking questions right away. I've seen so many students before that will enter a school for an audition and they're afraid to ask questions. Ask questions. There are almost always going to be people around you that are there to assist you. They're there to help you in some type of way. And if there are teachers or people that you know are somewhere in that building, ask the questions necessary to find out where those people are going to be located throughout the day so you can get in touch with them. I'll give you a, a classic example. Let's say you're a clarinet player and for whatever reason, you're in the process of warming up and something breaks on your instrument. What do you do? I've seen students before walk into an audition room with this issue, but it didn't have to get to that point because if the student knew in advance where his or her instructor was going to be in the building, at least that person could hopefully track that, per that instructor down and be able to speak to someone that they're familiar with rather than 
trying to find a woodwind teacher that will be able to help them with their instrument. Uh, I've been in situations, I've been in uh, brass instrument rooms, and I'm extracting mouthpieces, I'm repairing valves, what have you, and I'm happy to do that, but I know that the student definitely would feel more comfortable if at the very least they could find a familiar face. And too often, students are scared to do so. So if you are a student and you're a bit on the shy side with that, that's okay. It's important that your parents know this information as well and that you ask lots of questions. Once you arrive to the site, ask lots of questions relating to warm-up areas in, term, uh, in terms of where you can warm up, where you can't warm up, when you can warm up, when you can't. There are some auditions where once you leave the warm-up location, you can't play. Well, that's a major problem if you've now been moved to another section of a school and you're waiting outside and for whatever reason, things may be very busy in your audition room and you're finding that there are 10 people ahead of you. What I often will tell my students to do, don't stay there. Don't just wait around in the hallway for 45 minutes waiting for your audition when you're starting to get dry mouth and you can't play your instrument at all. Best thing to do in that particular situation is to hopefully head back to the audition area or find somewhere where you can at least play because sitting there for 45 minutes is not a good idea. And one more huge piece of advice that I have for anyone who is auditioning on an instrument or singing. When you are in a warm-up area, make sure, in addition to not over-warming up, so you're not worn out, make sure that you don't put yourself around other people with the intent of listening in on what they're doing. This was a huge mistake I made when I was in seventh grade, and I went to my very first audition. I was a trumpet player, and I was really nervous. I had no idea how to handle my nerves in this situation. And to be truthful, I was just not prepared enough. I hadn't put enough work into the audition. Well, it just so happened, as I was waiting for about six hours in the warm-up area, that I was seated next to a girl who I could see clearly was probably two years older than me. I assumed that she was in ninth grade. And I remember her grabbing her trumpet, putting it up to her lips, playing a chromatic scale, and my jaw dropped. 
And I couldn't believe that someone could play a chromatic scale with such beautiful tone, with such crisp notes, and such clarity. And I was psyched out. And I said to myself, I'm not going to make it. I actually said that to myself. I felt in my heart of hearts, there's no way I'm going to make this band now because this girl alone is way better than me. Well, unbeknownst to me, that particular girl had been the first chair player the previous two years in this audition. How did I know? So what I say to you is when you go into these audition areas, there will sometimes be people that they may actually play better than you. They may be more talented than you. But I've also seen those same people crumble under pressure once they get into the nice bright lights of the audition room. And if you can overcome your issues, your fears, and be able to go in with confidence into an audition area, you're going to come out just fine on the other end. This is the end of part two. The next episode will discuss the audition itself when you enter the room.